FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is. Andrea K. Happy Monday! Cyber Monday it is, and I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And right now, I'm about busting through my yoga pants after my hog down of a holiday weekend. I would love to hear from you guys. How was your How was your Thanksgiving weekend? Did you have a great time? Would you do? Would you eat? Did you get unplugged? I was so unplugged, I couldn't even find my phone at one point. Went into panic mode. Um, but I would just love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Lots of, still lots to talk about. It might have been a holiday weekend, um, but that uh, didn't 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 stop the news from happening. There's so much uh, going on. But, you know, speaking of going on, I can't go on any further till I bring the man in, the man who keeps it going. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. I hope Monsieur was not overdoing it. This is a new bucket. I'm finished. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was actually real audio for me on Thanksgiving evening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ate so much. Yeah, I ate so much. We had two Thanksgivings. Okay, why? My well, my sister had the one Thanksgiving. It was the first time ever she did it. Cooked an amazing meal, okay. but my mom just couldn't not cook Thanksgiving, so she did Aww. one again on Friday. Now, <laughs> can we be honest? Did moms do that because moms wasn't confident in what daughter's Thanksgiving was going to end up being? No, she just also, we all love leftover Thanksgiving uh, sandwiches. Yeah. So she had to make sure she had leftover uh, turkey to do the sandwiches. And she actually made uh, turkey enchiladas on Sunday <gasps> night. That was actually pretty good. Ooh. But I can't eat. I've, I ate enough for the whole 2019 already on my calorie count. <laughs> oh, man. I have never had turkey enchiladas. And I love me some enchiladas. Very now, good. I, yeah, my, I, I'm, I'm kind of an enchilada purist. I mean, I tend to go cheese mainly, you know, and that's it. Because, I mean, it really is supposed to be about the, the combination of the cheese. Not to get all too much into my... I'm obsessed over food, obviously. Um, but I like a good red sauce, uh, you know, with my cheese enchiladas. So did, what kind of sauce does your mom put on It was turkey? a green sauce. What tomatilla sauce? It was good. Salsa verde. Now, I know you don't like traditional Thanksgiving dinner really. items. What What did you end up eating? Well, I got to tell you, this was one of the best Thanksgiving meals I've had. Hat tip to my niece, who, who just knocked it out. I mean, it was a banging Thanksgiving dinner. And even and she managed to pull it off, uh, even though she had a puppy that, that she was uh, taking care of. And y'all, if you, and you I don't remember if y'all had a, last time you had a puppy, but that's a lot of work. Um, but one of the things that made it awesome was that she had a ham. So she didn't just rely on turkey, although the turkey was delicious. She made phenomenal gravy. But my family's my family's cornbread dressing, man. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. I'd share the recipe with you, but I mean, it's got to go in the vault. It's it's more important of a family secret recipe than what's in in KFC's thirteen herbs and spices. So no, it was amazing. She made a buttermilk pie. She made pecan pie. Well, well, our corn pudding. I mean, it was it was it was the first Thanksgiving dinner in a while that I actually had leftovers because I don't usually have leftovers. Usually, I'm looking to throw a hot dog and you know make a chili dog. So it was wonderful. Um, and it was really nice to unplug 
I got to tell you guys that, you know, it's, these are such anxious times. You know, we're coming off the midterm elections. We are so under siege in this country. President Trump is under siege. I mean, I can't imagine what he goes through because I, I know how, what it was like for me and wanting to be unplugged over the holiday and not have to deal with stuff. Uh, but, you know, he never gets, he never gets any time off. He's, he's, I have never in my lifetime seen a president so personally and professionally under attack. Uh, Mueller in the news. Here's what we're going to talk about on tonight's show. And again, 888-344-1170 if you'd like to call on the show. I know that I put it out there today. I actually flew back today. I flew back from Atlanta today. So, And it was a nonstop flight. So I didn't have a whole lot of time to do show prep. But before I got on the plane, I put it out to you guys. What, what topics do you want to hear about tonight? Some of you, one of or more of you said you didn't want to hear anything about, about the border. Well, I'm sorry. We got to talk about the border because I have said before that our borders in this country, I said it over five years ago, that our borders were the biggest, most important issues we have because it is it is through the open borders, whether it's the southern border in Mexico, whether it's the virtual borders economically or the virtual borders that we've got from cybersecurity standpoint or the virtual borders we've got with our visa lottery program and refugees here. Our nation, our sovereignty, our culture, every aspect of traditional America from an economic standpoint, a security standpoint, from a cultural standpoint is at risk because of these borders. We must talk about it and talk about President Trump. There are people in this country that are attacking President Trump and hate him more than they hate a mobile mob down 20 miles south of me, literally trying to break into this country. We must talk about this. We must talk about the fact like we did last week where we've got these courts that are doing everything that they can to try to usurp the power of the United States president with no regard over the fact that that our entire future is at stake. There are 9 million people just in Honduras alone. If we don't get these caravans under control, if we don't secure our borders, just the just – What's to stop the rest of the 9 million from coming here just from Honduras alone? But let me tell you what I saw with that mob. What I saw with that mob is I saw the same thing as I saw from from the Syrian refugees. What's the difference, DJ Carrot Sticks? Mostly men. Mostly men with uh, putting some women and children out for optics. Violent. Waving the flags of their country. Complete disregard. Complete disregard for for the countries that they're breaking into, the sense of entitlement that they can leave trash and crap everywhere. 500 of them. I mean, there's more, I'm sure, but 500 of them are proven to be criminals. Yeah. They're not asylum seekers. And let me tell y'all, there was one of the chief border patrol agents who was down there Sunday when this mob was breaking in, violently breaking in. He said he's never seen a caravan like this before, they're in part not just because of the size of it, but because of the violence involved with this, of the fact that it's mostly men, they're using the women and children and shoving them up front. And you know what? As for these women, let me tell you something. There is women. The fact that a woman has given birth biologically to a child does not make her a hero in and of itself. There are women in this country and around the world every day doing harm to their children. So I don't necessarily automatically feel sympathy for a woman who has put herself and her children in harm's way. That's a woman to me who doesn't, who doesn't deserve sympathy. You know, by the way, that, that one particular image of a woman with her two children, those children did not walk 4,000 miles or trek 4,000 miles even with buses, uh, barefoot and with diapers. But whatever the circumstances are, that woman is to blame for the fact that she put her children 
there in harm's way. In the words of the great Don Rumsfeld, people who put themselves in harm's way put themselves in harm's way. And to the people in America right now who have nothing but sympathy for them and don't care, have any sympathy for our own country, would you let those same people break into your home? If you saw them trying to break your door down, would you call the cops or would you go, oh, gee, this this woman's here. It must be so bad for her and her and her family or she wouldn't be doing this. And you would just let them bust in and, and let them take over your home because that's literally what it is. This Border Patrol agent also went on to say that the fact that these mostly adult men who don't care about the, the women and children that are being hurt in the process, and they're actually using them. It also reminds me of Hamas, because Hamas also does the same game plan, the high behind women and children, as they violently try to take over another country because they don't accept the right for that country to exist. But the Border Patrol, Chief Border Patrol agent, he said, wait a second. He said, by using the tear gas, we disperse the crowd. It's uncomfortable, but it doesn't do anybody any permanent harm. And by dispersing the crowd, the crowd, we probably save the lives of those women and children and the entire crowd. And oh, by the way, we have a right to do it because this is our country. And shame on Mexico, who's been waffling, supposedly working with the United States and, and, and recognizing that we are not going to let them in. And that Mexico is supposed to work a deal with us that we could do because the chief border patrol agent said something else that he said was that they are what's different about this migrant caravan is the mobile mob is how well coached they were on the way here to say certain things to say that they were fearful. They've been they've been given a script. He said it's also what's different is that if somebody's truly seeking asylum, they're not going to pass by about nine or ten different ports of entry. If somebody's really in fear of their life, they're going to cross the border and go to the first safe place they can find and seek help. They're not going to continue to trek 4,000 miles and show up here. But the Mexican government, supposedly, they've given mixed signals. Supposedly, they've signaled that they will work with us, allow these the caravan, the migrants, to stay there. Then they kind of back while they're going through the asylum process and they got to go to the end of the line. And now Mexico is saying, well, that they didn't ne- – they're saying publicly that they didn't necessarily say that, which could be just saving face because 300 to 500 of their local residents down in TJ are miserable with the situation and angry because they are so poor in Tijuana. 47%, according to one of the locals, 47% of the residents in Tijuana are poor. And how much asylum uh, and fleeing from horrible conditions and persecution can one woman, the one that, that said that one of my favorite foods for holes was pig food, she was found online and was basically been living the life of Riley down in Honduras, uh, at least according to Honduran standards. So this is a sham that's being played on us. Jen Kearns is going to be here in a minute because she's done some research in in terms of the asylum process and what President Trump has done. But it's incredibly disturbing to me to see, to come back. I've been unplugged for four days, and and then I see all this has gone down at the border. and, And I'm seeing supposed conservatives complaining that this is happening because we didn't have comprehensive immigration reform. No, this is happening because we haven't been enforcing our laws. Something that the chief border patrol agent said was he said that the nine miles of new border wall that was built down here, not one illegal alien was able to scale it. Not one. He said Congress needs to build the wall. We need to enforce our laws, and we need to build the wall. We do not need comprehensive immigration reform. We already have enough millions of people who have broken into this country, waving their flags with a sense of entitlement, with no desire to become an American, no desire to assimilate into our culture, only here to live off the fellow taxpayers with the intent, by the way, to send a lot of that money back at home. 
We already got millions here. So what's this comprehensive immigration reform we're supposed to do? Give them more money? Give them a, give them a Prada wardrobe? No. We need to enforce the laws that we've got. And in fact, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting back on board. I'm so angry and it's causing me so much resentment and part of a lot of other Americans that we're into, we're into the enforcement, i.e., where's the deportation force? We're going to pick this conversation up on the other side of the break with my girl, Jen Kearns, 888-344-1170, if you've got anything you want to say. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They're no longer receiving care packs and reminders of home. And when those in our armed forces receive your care packs, they'll tear up with joy that you took the time to remember their sacrifice. Call 855 the number 7 troops 855-787-6677 right now to say thank you for each $100 donation you'll receive a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House that's 855 the number 7 and the word troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com please join move america forward to send care packs full of premium coffee jerky cookies personal care items and more call 8557 troops that's 8557 troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. 
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. I was thinking, what, am I, am I still confused coming off of my flight from Atlanta? Where am I? Am I in San Diego? Am I, am I down in Casa Guadalajara? Where am I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find any Honduran music so no um thanks for making me laugh dj carrot sticks um you know before the break we were talking about the borders i consider it the single most issue that we've got and the southern border just being a part of it um and that mean old president trump we're just a bunch of racist and can you believe how horrible he is that he was tear gas and babies He's just been the worst president. He's just been so unwelcoming. Well, is that really the truth or not? Joining me here to talk about the reality of President Trump and his administration and what they've done for people trying to seek asylum into this country is my girl, Jen Kearns, contributor to The Hill as well as Daily Caller. Uh, DCN, is it, is it dailycaller.com? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Cause I wasn't sure if it was Daily Caller News Foundation as well. So it's Jen Kearns. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Andrea. How was, first of all, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a hog down like me? <laughs> well, I actually did an early Thanksgiving. I was out there in California about a week before Thanksgiving visiting with my family, and I had a great time. So I was just back here working on the East Coast for Thanksgiving, but it's all right. Well, Happy yeah. to do this. Heavy lifting. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did. You know, while I was hanging out with family, you were on Fox News, uh, you know, keeping it honest and keeping it real. And that's why I had you on today, because I know that you're keeping it honest and real for what has been going on with the border. What President Trump has been, you know, he was elected in 2016 with people chanting, build the wall. African-Americans started peeling off to the Republican Party in 2014 because the scourge of illegal uh, immigrants were doing exactly what the T.J. Residents were saying last week it was uh, costing Americans jobs, depressing wages, uh, crime, issues with crime. And so while President Trump was elected to stop the scourge of illegal immigration, he's actually been, according to your research, he's actually been dealing with a greater influx than anything Obama has dealt with, yes? Yeah. In fact, uh, President Trump, despite what you hear in the media these days, Andrea, has actually been quite compassionate to specifically asylum seekers who you're hearing about in the news. And, you know, it's so interesting. I was listening to the top of your show. We have sat here and predicted this for for weeks, maybe even months now. And I'm actually glad that the American people got to see with their own eyes yesterday uh, that these illegal immigrants, and many of whom are men, many of whom are criminals, they are savages, 
storming the gates of the United States of America mm-hmm. over the weekend, it has never been more clear to me that our country is under siege. And that's what we've been talking about here. But if you look at President Trump, hey, for someone who's tough on the border and is looking to, to beef up the border, he's actually been quite compassionate, as has his administration. And I dug into the numbers a bit over the weekend. And they were shocking. I mean, just the number of people that have come here that we as a compassionate American public have let into our borders is pretty astonishing. Uh, If you look at the first two years of the Trump administration alone, asylum claims have increased a stunning 1,700 percent. That's 1,700 percent, nearly 2,000 percent since Barack Obama was president in 2020. 10. Wow. Uh, if you look at today's numbers, yep, uh, roughly one in every 10 illegal immigrants at the southern U.S. border now claims asylum status. If you compare that to just one in 100 that did so during the Obama administration back in 2013, that's pretty astonishing. You dig even further uh, in the 2018 fiscal year alone, which is not even over yet, not even halfway over yet. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services have already received uh, over 100,000 new asylum requests. Compare that to, this is hilarious, compare that to only 25,000 when Barack Obama was elected president in 2008. You have some pretty significant differences there. Um, You can go, the list goes on and on. You look at our court system, the immigration court systems are completely backlogged. As of today, there are 300,000 asylum cases pending in the current U.S. immigration courts. I mean, these people are not only flooding the southern border, they're creating havoc. Taxpayers are paying for these judges to go through these cases. Uh, Just today, they're hearing asylum cases that are backlogged from three and four years ago. And and look, the, the real problem is, We as a nation, we've been kind to these people. We've said, hey, Mm -hmm. you can stay in the country while your court case for asylum gets adjudicated. But look, if if you came in three or four years ago, you're still hanging out in the good old USA. Your case is likely to be declined. There's there's an 80 percent rejection rate. But the beauty of America is we let them stay here while their court case is going through the system. They're living high on the hog. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to get Social Security cards, you name it. It's a it's a bad system, and President Trump, I think, is going to change that. Well, he needs to because this is clearly a scam that's being run here. Uh, because they they they're being coached, according to the chief border patrol agent here in San Diego tonight. He says it's clear that they're being coached. They uh, they know the people who are coaching them, and the people behind behind this know that they have the courts in their corner. So they know that no matter what President Trump tries to do, that they can go to the Ninth Circuit or some other judge or some other circuit court to try to legislate from the bench to push forward their. Agenda, and they know that if they can get yeah. here, that's why it was really key that that federal judge last week said that they could seek asylum regardless of whether or not they broke into the country illegally. Because the game plan is is that if they can just get to U.S. soil, they don't have to show for the immigration hearings. And what's the argument on the behalf of the left, including some Republicans? Well, they're already here. It's so cruel right. of us to send them back. We have to let them here. And oh, by the way, while they're here, they're contributing to society, Jen. Yes, they're receiving free medical care, free education. 
getting in-state tuition. Now they're getting driver's licenses, but they're contributing so much, even though you and I know, both know when we do a balance sheet, we know that the liability is far greater than anything that, that any of the receivables that are coming in. So, and this is well, all yeah. meant, to, it's all meant to ultimately to uh, the mass invasion is meant to, is intentional on the part of the Democrats to take us over from within by expanding the dependency class. Well, and here, here's where I feel really badly for my former fellow Californians, and that is one of your own Californians is actually working against you all. And it's a top Democrat strategist in California, up in the Bay Area. Uh, his name is Dan Newman. He just left his big political consulting firm that helped get Gavin Newsom elected. He was just on the bus tour with Gavin Newsom uh, a couple weeks ago for the uh, California governor's race. He now said and has said publicly he's going to go down and help the illegal immigrants. He's going to provide aid to them. This probably came in the form of message training, media training. You saw how many cameras were out there yesterday. It is pathetic, the aiding and abetting that's going on on the side of the left in this. And look, it, it just proves what you and I have been saying for months here, which is that the caravan and all of the people coming with it, it is nothing more than a politically motivated scheme to try to embarrass and attack President Donald Trump. That is what it is. And you're right. The Ninth Circuit in California, there's a reason it's called the Ninth Circus, because it is a joke. It is a a running joke in Sacramento that that is the third house of the California legislature, because they will rubber stamp everything that comes out of the far left supermajority legislature up there. And and they know, and they even know campaigns, We'll go there and get overturned. Mm-hmm. I've had a campaign overturned at the Ninth Circuit, Prop 8, uh, uh, yeah. that, that millions of people voted for. Seven including Democrats. Million, including Democrats and independents, which is how we won that race, including African-Americans, who is how we won that race. They threw out the votes of more than 7 million people in that case. And by the way, by doing that, they also threw out all of the millions of votes that happened in the mid-90s with Prop 22, which was the predecessor to Prop 8. The Ninth Circuit is a joke. President Trump's right in every step of the way, whether it's regarding the border funding or the Ninth Circuit, uh, we're behind him all the way. Yeah, we're talking to Jen Kearns, contributor to The Hill, as well as Daily Caller, and she's a all, all, all frequent guest, if not daily, on uh, Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC. I've got to pick your brain while I've got you here, even though it wasn't planned a discussion, but Trump is down in Mississippi today trying to trying to get ahead of tomorrow's uh, election. I'm not. I don't. I, I and I don't know all the details on this, Jen. If it's a special election or not, but it's concerning to me that we've got a Republican who made a dopey comment about hangings. Yeah, it is concerning. Look, sometimes when people are on the campaign trail, yeah. they're tired. They make stupid remarks. There's no excuse for it. But I'll, but I'll say this: if you look at the history of hanging in this country, it happened to both blacks and whites. It was a, a form of corporal punishment, capital punishment in this country. I believe that's what she was referring to. Again, stupid comment. She was right to, to, to come out and apologize for that. The Republican Party was right for holding her to that. But here's what it's really about. You remember she stood behind Susan Collins at the Kavanaugh hearings. This whole attack on, uh, on Hyde Smith is, is retribution for her supporting Susan Collins in that speech that ultimately got Justice Kavanaugh onto the Supreme Court. So don't forget, there's always, for every action you do, the Democrats will enact 
an equal and opposite vengeful action. And that's what it's about. Look at her opponent. He is a disaster. This is a guy, if you think she's bad, look at him. He's connected to a guy who's now on trial for war crimes mm, in another yeah. country. War crimes where people were murdered and killed. Uh, look, I'll, I'll give her a pass on this this time. Uh, but uh, but but to have Mike Espy in that seat would, would be uh, just yeah. a real nightmare. Well, and I would have to think that I've got my mother um, was born and raised in Mississippi, the southern part of Mississippi, down off the uh, the Louisiana border in the bayou. But we got family all over the state and everybody in that state. You cannot live in that state and not know that the history about the hangings was the Democrat Party. So I have yeah. to believe that while her comment was stupid, and I would like to, and I would like Republicans to be be more careful on the campaign trail to not to not give the the, the left this kind of ammunition to use against them. I have to believe that the people in Mississippi, because I know them, I know that state, and I know the people who live in that state, and they all know the real party that was behind the racism in that state, and it was not the Republican Party. It wasn't Republicans yes. that were in the KKK. It wasn't the Republicans burning crosses. It wasn't the Republicans hanging anybody or dragging them off. Bumpers. It was the Democrats. And I wish that she had been a little bit more forceful with that. I see that President Trump is, is holding a rally there tonight, and I hope that he does help her get her across the line. I also have to believe that my family and friends in Mississippi are smart enough to know as well uh, that uh, coming off of uh, decades of extreme poverty and bad economic conditions as a result of Democrats, that they need uh, to keep uh, Republicans in power in Congress. I'll give you the final thought, Miss Jen Kearns. Yeah, I, I think she'll turn out to be all right. I like that President Trump went down and, and had her back on this, had Republicans yes. back on this. He won the state by 18 points. I think she'll be all right tomorrow uh, in this race. And look, this is not even about her. This is about bolstering the Senate majority on the Hill so that we can get the Republican agenda passed with a nightmare of a House that's going to be coming into session with the, the 116th Congress on January 3rd. So we need all the help we can get. Yeah, we do. Well, thank you for being here, Jen, and helping me on my show. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime. All right, thanks. Now, you can read her articles at The Hill as well as Daily Caller, and uh, you know that she always brings the good good, the good scoop and the good information. Uh, stay tuned. We come back. we got some other topics to get into. Uh, you know, today is Cyber Monday. I don't know if you went shopping, uh, but Friday was Black Friday, and i got to give you guys. Did you all know what was really behind it? Wait till you hear this story about that. We also, um, global warming has hit uh, Chicago. We've got that to talk about. And is Obama Motors a lemon? Who remembers Obama Motors? Yeah, we got that and other topics uh, to bring to you guys. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. 
online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Friends of The Answer, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is conducting special Wings of Eagles Freedom Flights to Israel this month from Ukraine, Brazil, Russia, France, Latvia, Turkey, Uzbekistan, and Lithuania. Genesis 12.3 says, I will bless those who bless you, Israel. You can be that blessing today and receive a blessing from God in return when you help rescue a precious Jew and bring them home to Israel. The cost to rescue one Jew and put them on a seat on one of these flights is $1,500. With your gift today of any amount, we'll partner your donation with other KCBQ listeners, and together you'll rescue a precious Jew on wings of eagles. Call right now to make your donation, 844-80-WINGS. That's 844-809-4647, or donate online at ifcj.org radio. That's ifcj. Want to give a gift that will really mean something to that special someone in your life this Christmas? Well, Noble Gold has meant it the perfect gift, a real symbol of American pride, an exclusive collector's piece, the 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin. One side depicts an image of Donald J. Trump, while the other side lists all his major achievements. This commemorative one-ounce coin is the only presidential Trump coin made of 99.9% silver, not silver plating, and is IRA approved. So as the price of silver rises, so will the value of these coins. This is the perfect stocking stuffer. For a limited time, go to TrumpCoin2020.com and use code Larry. Receive free shipping when you purchase three or more coins. Just text Larry to 511-511 or go to TrumpCoin2020.com and use code Larry for free shipping when you purchase three or more coins. The 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin is the perfect Christmas gift. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com today. That's TrumpCoin2020.com. Standard text rates may apply. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low-price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys. Um, you know, I can remember a time when NASA landings would have been, you know, a little bit bigger news. You know, today I just remembered, I'm sitting here remembering that we landed on Mars again. I think this was the sixth time to land on Mars. Mars Insight landed. And I'm curious about you guys. I Confession. I think y'all know that I'm not really, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Sci-fi stuff just ain't my thing. It ain't my bag. Um, You know, I I don't really have a whole lot of interest in, you know, what they're doing up on Mars. And, you know, I don't know. What do you think, DJ Carrot Sticks? Are you excited about this? What do you think? Well, it happened already, right? They landed the rover? 
Well, that the rover was before. Today they landed the uh, the InSight. So the, today was the sixth landing of on Mars, I think, by uh, NASA. Oh, wow. I know that they all had to work through Thanksgiving to make sure that, you know, everything was fine. Um, but that is amazing. Like, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. I, I saw a little snippet before Thanksgiving saying that the big story was that the NASA guys had to work through Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that they might have some turkey. But that is interesting that we don't really talk about that as much anymore. Well, you know, I, I think when, when the reason why I'm kind of interested in, and curious as to what you guys think about it is we are $20 trillion in debt as a, as a country. And I don't know the inner workings of NASA, but I do know that we don't have one competent department that is not grossly over budget and mismanaged because it's not your money. And that's just the way government works. They, you know, we the only as Newt Gingrich said one time when I got to see him speak on the fifth anniversary of nine eleven, he said uh, the Department of Defense is the only somewhat competent agency we have, and even that's been completely corrupted and was during the Obama administration, depleted of its military might and turned into a social justice warrior, you know, indoctrination center. And you know, so I got to look at this and go, wait a second. You know, why why would we as a country put our it, – it, to me, it's just another bloated government versus the private sector always is the greatest innovators, always the greatest when it comes to technology. The private, uh, private sector always does it cheaper, faster, more efficient, more profitable, and always does it better. So I don't really know why, as a country, what the what what have we gained from it? We beat the Russians to the moon, but as a country – what did we really gain from it? Because I know that we were supposed to be living on Mars by now. Who didn't watch the Jetsons and think at some point, you know, that we were going to be? So I don't know. I, I'm really not seeing why it's worth this incredible amount of money. Yeah, you know, it is, it is true. Like you said, the private sector can do it better. And, and Tesla is doing it now with their rockets. Yeah. So and Elon Musk with his rockets or whatnot and making them reusable and all this kind of stuff that, you know, that our government wasn't doing. But I would have to say out of all the things to cut, I mean, I think space exploration is important and, and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of stuff we could cut down here on Earth. You know, studies on dolphin communication, or I well, mean, they've yeah. been studying the dolphins' communication. Yeah, who, who just it's Flipper going? Ee! Well, yeah. And did you ever see the, sh- the, sh- the shrimp on a, on a on a treadmill? Yeah, I mean, you know, our money is going to like some ridiculous stuff. But I'm not really sure. I think it's interesting. I think it's fascinating. Uh, s- space exploration in general. I think it's incredibly bl- brave and courageous of people to risk their lives. I remember the Challenger. But I also remember in the documentaries afterwards in terms of what happened, and that was complete complete government buffoonery that cost the lives of Americans with those O-rings. And I have to question whether or not a, a private company would, would have had that tragedy happen if that was just another example of gross government incompetency. And really when we are struggling as a country and we have so much, so many issues economically and, and things to turn around, I have to wonder whether or not it's really worth our time and our money. So I'm curious as to what you guys think. 888-344-1170. Here's an example. As uh, President George W. Bush who was a brilliant campaigner in many ways and campaigned as a a conservative and governed like a liberal, as he was on his way out. I I was scratching my head when Obama took office because I couldn't figure out why the left hated George W. Bush so much because it was George W. Bush who started the Wall Street bailout. It was George W. Bush with the greedy geezer bill and expanding uh, the pharmaceutical and and, and all of that, that stuff. It was George W. Bush who started the auto bailout. 
So we find out today that that Obama Motors, Government Motors, is closing, going to close down some plants in Ohio because their Chevy Volt. I see. I'm old enough to remember what, what actually started this auto bailout. I'm old enough to remember that it was started with George W. Bush. I, I'm old enough to remember that all the fat cats from Big Auto, except for Ford, flew on their private jets to go to D.C. and were hauled before Congress wanting to know what was going on with, with the auto industry. And I'm old enough to remember what, questioning why in the world a Republican was putting forth government subsidies for private enterprise. They needed to do, they needed to do like every other private company out there and, and BK it, file for bankruptcy. No, I'm old enough to remember that part of that deal was them choosing that they were going to keep General Motors around and they were going to destroy Saturn. What remember? What, remember Saturn, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah, they, you couldn't dent their cars. Yeah, yeah. So no, the government decided with a Republican president starting it off that they were going to choose to keep General Motors around, which included, by the way, destroying the pensions of many uh, state and local workers. Their pensions were involved here. Instead of having them go BK and restructure, no, the government got involved, propped them up. Then Obama comes into office. Obama, and, and I've got an article here from Breitbart, which reminded me of this. I remember the whole auto bailout thing. But remember when Obama went up there and said, because so much of the reason why General Motors, Obama Motors was picked to be the auto company that they were going to subsidize with our money was because of the Chevy Volt. Oh, this was all about, this was all about climate change. And the Chevy Volt, which nobody is nobody bought, but Obama went there to the line and said, "Oh, I got inside a brand new Chevy Volt, fresh off the line, even though Secret Service won't let me drive it. But I like sitting in it. Once I'm not president, in five years when I'm not president anymore, I'll buy one and drive it myself." Who has seen him? Has anybody seen him riding around in a Chevy Volt? No, because nobody's driving around in a Chevy Volt. Is this does this come as a surprise to anybody that they're now closing down these plants? Because they put out cars that nobody wants to drive? Of course this went bad. Of course Obama Motors is a lemon. Nobody wants to drive the Chevy Volt. Who remembers how expensive that thing was too? Why would you drive that when you could be driving an SUV because you've got a family full of kids and you've got to get around, especially if you're in Ohio. i got family in Ohio. You can't, you've got to have four-wheel drive if you live in Ohio. My family does. This was a disaster. This is not, pre- and, and to John Kasich, who thinks he's going to challenge President Trump in 2020, who's the governor of o- o- Ohio. This is not President Trump's fault. And you, as the governor of Ohio, what have you been doing with your state in order to prevent this from happening, prevent uh, Obama Motors from going under? Obama Motors was a lemon because just like I got to question NASA and whether or not they got the goods, I, you know, it's the same thing with the automobile industry. We shouldn't be propping up any industry. We need to have less government involved in any enterprise. Well, if you are going to get a Chevy Volt, this is your last year to get one. Yeah, but then were they going to have any have any parts for it? Because that was something else that they left. I had family members that had Saturn, that had Saturn cars. And then because Saturn was, was put out of business, put out of business, I had family that couldn't get, their cars were suddenly worthless because the the... the the brand was now out of business. And then how many people were out there going to be providing parts for it? How are you going to get your car repaired? Warranties were suddenly not going to be worth anything anymore. 
This this should be what people should be doing today is instead of blaming Trump, people should be using this as a discussion to educate people on why the government needs to stay out of it. Who was it who said uh, the government, uh, you know, instead of letting it die, props it up? Or I think I need to Google the the famous quote from Ronald Reagan. Uh, this this is was inevitable on the part of Obama Motors. The one and and Ford I think is still doing well. I think Ford was the only company that didn't take any of the bailout money because they didn't want they didn't want the government in control of them and telling them where the money needed to go and what what products they needed to manufacture. We're going to take a break. Speaking of products, when we come back, we're going to talk a little Black Friday. We've got that to talk about and a couple other topics. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Ed Martin, host of the Ed Martin Movement, heard weeknights at 9 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Crager, Medved, Elder, K, Horn, Walsh, and me, Ed Martin, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Would you give up precious family memories this Christmas with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Christmas won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Christmas. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. 
Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100, 800-290-7100. Enter for a chance to win a free copy of the book, Why We Fight, by Sebastian Gorka. America needs a clear, unifying doctrine if we are to succeed in the war on terror, says security, strategy, and counterterrorism expert Sebastian Gorka, author of national bestseller, Defeating Jihad and former Deputy Assistant to the President of the United States. Enter now for your chance to win one of five copies of this book from The Answer San Diego. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the app to check out and participate in today's contest, polls, and surveys. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Did you hear that we got robbed this weekend? I was watching it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get to see it because I was busy. I was hunkered down. I was completely unplugged. Went into seven overtimes. Seven overtimes. The word is, is that it was such bad officiating that LSU needs to leave the SEC. Why are you laughing? Did we not get robbed? Was it not? Did the refs not steal the... The game, seriously, and give it to the Aggies. I didn't watch it with that much scrutiny. We were kind of flipping between that and the Chuck Liddell MMA fight. But at the very end, I mean, it it, it was a great game. I'm I'm sorry that Tigers lost, but uh, Texas A and M they they punched it in at the very end and the, mm-hmm. took some guts. Yeah, somebody punched. All right, the refs punched it in for the Aggies. Okay, but that's okay. That's all right, because you know what, you know, we, you know, here's the thing about being an LSU uh, Tiger fan or a Saints fan, you know, growing up being a Saints fan when we had bags over our head, we just, you know, it's just a part of our culture, you know, really. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's just a part of life and part of who we are and whether they win or they lose, you know, and that, and the thing is, as long as that, that Fink Saban is over in Bama, we can't really, you know, nobody, nope, we couldn't win the championship anyway. Yeah, Alabama's so it's win all anyways. But hey, they did. It was a great game. They scored seventy two points. It ended up being seventy two to seventy four. I think the over, total over under uh, was at like forty something, like forty or fifty points. So okay, Vegas we lost. I don't care. One. I don't care if we scored one hundred seventy something points, man. We lost. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to put a positive spin <laughs> on for you, AK. Um, you know what is a spot positive spin is that I flew nonstop from Atlanta. I didn't have to go through Chicago because they're suffering under some global warming right now. They have they're going through the worst winter storm since 1975. They've got 13 inches of snow. Um, they are they've got flights being canceled, power outages everywhere. It's like a major mess going on. 13 inches of snow. 13 inches of snow. How in the world can anybody? 
See, they, you know they had to change it from global warming to climate change because of stuff like this. So now they love to tell you that, oh, no, see, this is, this is proof that there's climate change because we've got the worst winter since 1975. It's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. But this is the kind of mindset. The, the, the people that would believe this are the same people that were okay with Obama subsidizing the Chevy Volt. This is insane. Speaking of insanity, and the Monday, the Monday madness segment. So, did you go to any Black Friday deals? Did you carrot sticks? Did you shop? I did. I got a jacket at Macy's. Okay. Did you get? Okay. That's not exactly exciting. I was hoping you were going to well, tell me that you were at Walmart normally, at three o'clock in the morning. It was normally almost ninety dollars. I got it for twenty bucks. Well, that's a good deal. Yeah, See, a really good one. Were people elbowing each other to get out of the way? I mean, were you like in a battle? Was it in a battle it, over it, that jacket? It wasn't too bad. I got there kind of late in the day, so okay. it wasn't too bad. Okay. But I kind of felt like I was missing out, so I kind of just went to see. And I ended up getting a jacket, but I did, you know, uh, what do they call it, FOMO, fear of missing out? Yeah. So I had a little bit of that. So I had to get out. What about you? Did you, did you hit any blacks? No, yourself? no. We actually celebrated Thanksgiving on Friday because I, I flew all day on Thursday. So I hunkered down. I did end up doing Dr. Drew's show. But back in the day, see, when I, when I would go to Black Friday, when I would know there were deals back when there used to be incredible deals at like 4 and 5 a.m., I would go. And let me tell you, I had my elbow pads on because I was ready to get rough. Okay. Still Magnolia came out. Still Magnolia came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I did it on the roller derby rink. That's how I would do it on Black Friday. And that's hanker, That's going back to my old school New Orleans days because we were all about getting the deals. And when the, them doors opened at whatever time you go in to get a deal, it was every woman for herself. Okay. And it got ugly. So, and that's the way it is. Like when we've had some, in, in the whole Black Friday thing started like 15, close to 20 years ago. That's when Tickle Me Elmo happened. And the doors would be open. People would know there would be a hot item or maybe there would be a big TV set that was on super deep discount, a great deal. And people would line up. And as soon as the doors are open, it's like a mad rush to get in there and every, because there's limited supply. And to me, that's kind of the beauty of America. Well, I guess it got some, it got like that in some places around the country on Friday. So Bette Midler, Bette Midler, she uh, had some comments. She tweeted out, and how was your Black Friday? No injuries, I hope. It's incredible that we have to fight over stuff, bold letters. If there were a decent minimum wage or if workers were treated fairly and got a tiny portion of the kinds of salaries and bonuses CEO pay themselves, we wouldn't, the star wrote. What in the world does what the clerk gets paid have to do with shoppers going in and elbowing somebody out of the way to get a deal? Believe you me, working at a radio station, I know if it's free or a deal or anything, everyone gets in a frenzy. Doesn't matter what, you, how much you make. When whether it was in New Orleans going to going to the ten and twenty dollars shoe sale at Maison Blanche, or whether it's Black Friday here, some of the some of the some of the women were wearing Rolex watches and dangling big carrots off their ears and rolling up in Mercedes Benz. So this ain't having anything to do. With anybody's income, everybody loves a deal. Everybody loves a deal, and even and even if the, the the shoppers were there to get a deal because they were struggling economically, then it's a great thing. First of all, it's a great thing that the retailers were offering deals, and second of all, what does that have to do with the with the workers and what they get paid? This is just such liberal insanity that they have to they have to be so negative. They have to try to destroy any semblance of fun because is there anything more fun? It's not than going only to get poor a great people deal. getting the samples at Costco. Oh, right. Right. I, I, you know, I, I'm telling you, 
I'm seeing, especially if you're at Costco out by way of Palm Springs, them retirees are rolling up wearing their expensive dudes, wearing their expensive um, Bruno Molly loafers, and they're the front of the line doing elbowing you out of the way of the cheese nib. Yeah, they'll knock you out to get that Dixie-sized cup of chili. (laughs) Look out. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, this is just... I I can't imagine what it's like. I almost feel sorry for her because when you have to see something so politicized and so negative and something that to me is fun. I mean, I love to get a great, great item at a deal. And when you have a hot item like a Tickle Me Elmo and you know that you're the one that's able to get that item for your family, your kid in the family that's going to be super excited to get it. That's fun. Why you got to take the fun out of everything? It has less to do with price and more with like availability. Did you get the new hot item? There's only like a few limited supply. And it's super fun. There's nobody going to Walmart at 3 in the morning to buy a $1,200 TV for $800 that's poor. There's nobody going to Macy's at 6 in the morning on Black Friday to get a $300 pair of shoes for $180. You know, that this is, these are, and she's trying to portray America as a country where we're scrounging for scraps around a, a trash can at the back of a restaurant is what she did. I want to see her do a big toy drive, million dollars that she gives away for the toy drive. Good point, good point. Well, I want to see you all back here, every one of y'all, at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Thank you all for being on Facebook Live and for all your comments and listening tonight. Love you all. Have a great night.